come Santa Claus, here come Santa Claus, right down Santa Claus Lane. Blixen and Blixen and all his reindeers pulling on the reins. Oh, yeah, it's getting closer and closer, and uh, I can't believe we we are able to do this. Santa giving us a direct line to the North Pole. He's so busy with all the elves, yet he takes the time every morning to talk to your kids. If we get this right, we should have Santa. Hello, Santa! Santa Claus, are you there? I hope Santa's there. Let me just try. Oh, right, Santa, you there? I got no Santa Claus today. Hello, Santa. There. Santa, are you there? Hello, Greg. Oh, I was worried, Santa. I didn't think we were going to get you. Oh, my. I... I really am sorry. I, I I panicked there for a second, but welcome to the show again. We've got so many kids standing by here. Okay, Santa, you ready to go? Oh, sounds good to me, Greg. Let's go. All right, let's see if we can get a hold. Uh, this is uh, Marley. Are you there, Marley? Yes. Marley, you're on with Santa Claus. Oh, 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 good morning, Marley. How are you today? Hi, Santa. Hello. You want to tell Santa what you want for Christmas this year? Can I please have a Kitty Connect phone and a, and a scratch book, please? A Kitty Connect phone and a scratch book? Oh, 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 those are good, good gifts. Have you been a good girl all year? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll have to see what Santa can do for you. Keep a watch out on Christmas morning. <laughs> Marley, is, 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 uh, do you have your sister there with you? Yes. May we talk to her? Ow. Hello there. How are you today? <laughs> what would you like for Christmas this year? Gabby doll set um, and a cake and next phone and iPad. iPad and Gabby dollhouse too, Santa. That's a another dollhouse for Gabby. That that's a popular toy this year. That is a very popular toy this year. I'm glad the elves are. Working overtime on those. <laughs> Faye, do you have a question for Santa? What? Do you have a question for Santa? What kind of cookie do you want? Oh, what kind of cookies do I think? <laughs> Santa's not very picky when it comes to cookies, but his favorite is shortbread. <laughs> All with a cherry in the middle? Oh, the cherry in the middle or the sprinkles on top. <laughs> it's good enough. <laughs> All right. Merry Christmas, Faye and Marley. Thank you Merry for talking. Christmas, Faye and Marley. <laughs> Thank you for talking to Santa Claus. Uh, this is uh, six-year-old Sam Santa. Say uh, hi to Santa, Sam. Hi, Santa. Hello, Sam. How are you today? <laughs> good. What can Santa bring you for Christmas this year? A red lightsaber oh. and the RC El Loco. Okay, so a lightsaber like from Star Wars, Santa. Oh yeah, yes. still the one of the most popular movies and toys of all time. <laughs> and, and what about your mom? Has your mom been good, Sam? Because Santa just uh, wants to know if you, she should, uh, he should bring something for your mom. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, good. Good, good. I knew your mom was in the background there. Okay. James is also with uh, Sam. James, Merry Christmas. Yeah. You're with Santa, James. Uh, I want a green lightsaber and uh, over a million uh, north of a, a bullet nerf plus to home dark. A, a green lightsaber. I've got a Nerf gun there, Santa. There's a lot of toys in your sack. Do you think you can come through this year? Oh, I'm pretty sure we can get it done, Greg. We do every year. <laughs> Sounds like the boys are going to have some lightsaber wars going on. <laughs> it does. It does. Lots of fun. Lots of fun. <laughs> Anything else you want to ask Santa or say to Santa before we leave, guys? Merry Christmas, Santa. Oh, Merry Christmas, Sam and James. <laughs> All right, we're moving on here, Santa. Well, we still got a great connection. This is Milo, who is uh, nine. Hi, Milo. Hi. Hi, Milo. How are you today? <laughs> what could Santa bring you for Christmas this year? A phone, any electronic money, lots of lot prank stuff, more prank stuff, Lego, giant Lego set, more Lego, even more prank stuff, camera with games on it, computer, Xbox controller, that rainbow, drone, my own TV in my room, Alexa or Siri, and um, a Harry Potter Lego. A Harry Potter Lego. <laughs> oh, I heard I got the Harry Potter Lego. Just <laughs> kidding, Milo. You set your list in, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Okay, good, because I'm going to have to look at that one again. <laughs> Milo, who, who's there with you, Milo? Vita and Louie. All right, let's talk to Vita. She's naughty. He's naughty. <laughs> hi, Vita. Say hi to Santa. Hello. Hi, Vita. How are you today? Good. Good. What could Santa bring you for Christmas this year? Um, many first. A watch. Um, um. Camera, um, comic books, and slime. And slime, too. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's a good list. <laughs> Vita. How old are you, Vita? What? How old are you? Seven. Seven years old. Okay, and you've been a good girl all year. They said you were naughty, but I Santa didn't believe them. <laughs> Ooh, that's good. That's good. Hey, is Louie there, Vita? Yes. All right, Louie, you're up. Hi. Hi, Louie. How are you? Good. Good. What could Santa bring you for Christmas this year, Louie? I want a dinosaur toy thing, um, a Mighty Pup stuffy, and some um, Play-Doh, and a Cookies Makery, and a Minecraft toy, and some Among Us stuffy, and a dinosaur race car. <laughs> dinosaur race car, then. Cap it off. That's a, those are big lists. Big lists. <laughs> oh, sounds like lots of fun for the kids this year. <laughs> no kidding. You guys, Merry Christmas. We got to move on. We got uh, more kids, okay? Merry Christmas. <laughs> All right, Santa Claus. This is Mackenzie, who's four years old. Hi, Mackenzie. You're on with Santa. Hi, Mackenzie. What would you like to ask Santa for? I'm... I wanted all the trophies on my back of my list. There's like so much. There's so much on your list. One hundred million, but I don't know. Maybe it's more than that because it's a lot. And then there's some trophies on the floor. 
And also, I want a telescope and a, yeah. Did, did you? Now, Santa, I know you make a list, and I think you're going to need it here, too, today, aren't you, with this one? Oh, this, this is a big list today, <laughs> <laughs> Mackenzie, Santa's got your list. What do you want to ask Santa? Any questions? Have you got a question for Santa, Mackenzie? Uh-oh, uh-oh, we're starting. Is Rudolph? Is Rudolph real? Is Rudolph real, Santa? Quick, we're starting to lose you. Yes, Rudolph is very real. He pulls the sleigh and guides us through the thickest storms, Mackenzie. Oh, no, we're losing, Mackenzie. Say, oh. say Merry Christmas, quick. Right, we'll talk to you again tomorrow. <laughs> Hey, if you're anything like me, uh, as soon as you get up in the morning, you got the morning coffee, you flip on the Christmas tree lights. And if you got a real tree, remember, water it. Rick Van Dyke have Dutch growers suggest even a little tree treat uh, added to that water is a good idea. Have a stem that holds lots of water. That's the key. And make sure that you can put some what's called Christmas tree preservative in the water. That's the same as a Greg is when you buy some flowers, you know, and you, you have that little packet in there you have to put in the water. It helps keep the pores open. It'll make it last way longer. He also suggests, too, take a drill and on a slant, uh, drill in some new holes uh, on the bottom of that trunk, uh, on the side of the trunk, too, uh, within the water to help uh, it uh, keep soaking up the water. I noticed on Facebook, Mission Ridge Ski Hill saying how their opening weekend was a big success. They had limited runs because of the lack of snow, but as soon as they shut down the lift Sunday, they fired up the snow guns again, and they said they were hoping for uh, three, maybe four nights of consistent cold temperatures. Oh, it must have been a beautiful sight at the end of uh, day yesterday for the mayor to see the budget all over with. <laughs> it's it's time to talk to Mayor Sandra Masters about the city budget. Good morning, Mayor. Good morning, Greg. I know this is an extra special visit normally you're here Thursday. I do hope you uh, will come again on Thursday. We'll discuss other matters, but uh, let's get straight to it here. We now know uh, the, the final numbers and, and I kind of get the impression that by the end of the night, I'm listening to Councillor Bob Hawkins there. He finally just called it for a vote on the whole thing. He wasn't the first to try. It went ahead, narrowly passed. Hawkins voted against passing the budget. He says he just wanted to give people the opportunity to end things if they wanted. Is that how, how you felt, too? Uh, yeah, I think that's what that's exactly what Councillor Hawkins did. We tried to figure out if we could recess till tomorrow or Wednesday or Thursday or the first week in January, and that was defeated, I think. Uh, Councillor Hawkins uh, read the tea leaves, so to speak, that there were six folks that were going to pass the budget, uh, ended up at seven. So um, I think he just said, you know, rather than fight to continue to allow people their second round of questioning, I think there was uh, Councillor Mancinelli still had time, as did the balance of the other side of the horseshoe. Um, He just just called it rather than, than, you know, battle against people wanting to go home. Okay, so do you get the uh, the feeling uh, that I do that it, it just came down to 
Uh, there were a lot of numbers. You alluded to it on Everbray show yesterday. This budget was not easy to go back and look at everything here. Was it troublesome for uh, some to figure out? Yeah, I would. I would say uh, the average person. Uh, it. It was difficult. I would think that uh, when you have counsel who's used to reading budget books, budget books, and have a you know a better understanding of some of the terminology and whatnot, it was it was really difficult to follow. You had three three reports that you had to look at to cross and compare, and and um, uh, that's I think where Councillor Mancinelli was coming from in some respects was trying to get to the bottom of both performance year to date as well as what it means for going forward in terms of capital projects and asset management planning and etc. Mayor Sander Masters, what's the biggest loss in your view in this budget? Uh, what do you feel wasn't accounted for? I think downtown investment. I think that uh, having some understand of what is being spent capital-wise uh, in downtown, how is it being prioritized uh, when it comes to everything from sidewalks to street repair uh, to programming, and uh, and then in terms of service level. I think what we heard from the downtown bid is that uh, service levels are below uh, standards for a clean and vibrant downtown. And so um, I, I think that's it. And, I, I, you know, I think from an asset management perspective, um, from an asset management perspective, uh, there's no plan to cover off shortfalls in ASF fees or which are service agreement fees or um, um, how to invest long-term in facility asset management and all of those types of things. And from a downtown perspective, where Councillor uh, Mancinelli was coming from is it it represents about 10% to 15% of our total tax base. And so if we lose assessed value in our downtown, that burden gets offset into residential neighborhoods. And, and we know when people come to visit, when we host things, they're in our downtown. And so I, I think that's where he was coming from in terms of protecting the residential tax base. Mayor Masters, I, I don't mean to be a Grinch, but uh, I do want to talk garbage with you for a moment here. <laughs> you tell me I, I can get a break on my garbage bin if I swap the big one out for a smaller one and save money. But won't it be more expensive for the city to take away a perfectly good big one and replace with a new smaller one? Wouldn't it be? Wouldn't it make more sense to just kind of wait till my big one kind of cracks and grows old, then replace it? Like, how much did you budget for this move? Uh, well, that's a great question, um, Greg. It would have been a great question to ask on the floor of council during budget. Oh, fine. <laughs> well then, I, I guess I must what run for council next. <laughs> So hey, I, there's a tagline we could all get behind. All right, so uh, I guess I stumped you on that one, but uh, I, didn't, <laughs> uh, I guess I'll, anything further to add to that, I'm just going to have to wait that one out? Uh, I, I think we can follow up if anybody, in fact, if anybody wants to, it's about $90 a year to go with a smaller brown bin, 777-7000 is how you contact the city or go to regina.ca card swap. You can save $90 a year by going to that smaller bin. Uh, but I think uh, I'm happy to follow up for that question for you to determine what was budgeted for the swap out. You'll be back Thursday then. I'll be back Thursday then. We'll get the answer then, Mayor. Thank you so there much. You and uh, yes, uh, I know it was a late night. It was a long haul. Uh, I guess it is what it is. And uh, we appreciate your time here this morning. Thanks very much, Greg. Ah, uh, the number one Christmas song. There it is again. For Brenda Lee, removed from the top spot again by Mariah. Hey, Trudy Stafford is here from the Regina Public Library uh, to share a few uh, good ideas for maybe uh, the book reader in your household. Uh, we're going to look back at some of the big books of the year and uh, things to come forward, too. Welcome back, Trudy. I'd like to start by asking you first, though, what was your, your favorite personal uh, your 
the favorite book that you read yourself this year? The one that really stuck out to me this year that was my favorite, it was called The Wager by David Grant, and that's the author of Killers of the Flower Moon. So it's the same author who wrote that book. So he had one come out called The Wager, and I love historical nonfiction. And it was about an 18th century shipwreck, and it was a tale of mutiny and murder and mystery. Let me tell you, once I started reading it, I couldn't put it down. Awesome. Let's look at some of the most popular books that uh, people were uh, demanding. You get into the library and uh, they were borrowing. What were they? So I'm calling this uh, 2023 the year of memoirs that we couldn't keep up with the demand. And of course, we started the year in January with Prince Harry's Spare. No surprise to anyone, this was the most borrowed book at the library this year. But we also had some other memoirs. Also did well. Elliot Page's memoir, Page Boy. Pamela Anderson, of course. She had her memoir come out, Love, Pamela. And now we have Britney Spears, and that's extremely popular, and Barbara Streisand. And for anyone who listens to audiobook, her audiobook for My Name is Barbara is 50 hours long. Wow. <laughs> so that's quite an investment of time. <laughs> Two whole days, and then some. What other uh, popular books were there this year? We had uh, Sherry Dimaline, of course, who is a, an Indigenous author, and she's most known for The Marrow Thieves, which was adapted into a TV series. She released two books this year that did so well. One is called Venco, so V-E-N-C-O, that's actually about witches and witchcraft. She also released a really popular teen title called Funeral Songs for Dying Girls, about a young girl who uh, lives in her father's crematorium, and they live next to a cemetery that they discover is actually haunted. It sounds really good as well. Is there one author that by far is above and beyond all the rest that has people coming to the library for? It's still Colleen Hoover. She came out of nowhere a few years ago, and boy, people cannot get enough of her. She often writes about kind of romances, but not your traditional happy ever after romances, so kind of darker stories, but she also writes kind of really tense suspense mysteries, so her most famous thriller was Verity, and that is still doing really well, that book as well. Trudy Stafford's my guest from the Regina Public Library. Is there anyone else we want to reflect on before we look ahead to the new year? The only other thing I'm going to mention is, again, it was another successful year for the Dogman graphic novel series. Kids cannot get enough of this series. Dogman is the top dog. The books always have really fun pun titles. The new one for this year was 20,000 Fleas Under the Sea, <laughs> and that was the top circulating uh, title for children's. And you know what? It was almost the top circulating title overall, even be- beating out Prince Harry. Wow. Well, I'm glad to hear that the younger set are still interested in reading with books like that for sure. 2024 is near, Trudy. What are you anticipating in the new year when it comes to the Regina Public Library and books? We've got our eye on some. If you go to our social media channels, especially Instagram, we're counting down our 12 most anticipated books of the year. Oh, give me one tease. Tease me with one. (laughs) Come on. For me, it's the new Eric Larson book. So Eric Larson, he writes historical nonfiction. That is my jam. I just finished his Dead Wake about the sinking of the Lusitania. He also did The Devil in White City about the serial killer that stalked that uh, World Fair. He has a new book coming out in April about the Civil War and about Abraham Lincoln, and it actually sounds really great. 
Excellent. All of this, only a library card away. That's it, and it's all free with your library card. (laughs) Trudy, what a pleasure it is to have you on the show again. Thank you, and Merry Christmas. Yes, and Merry Christmas to you, Greg.